Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. I think it's starting to sprinkle on me. I'm outside with my computer. Well, that's not good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting... That sounds uh, dangerous. Raindrops on the laptop. Right, right. Raindrops are falling on the laptop. Not very good because it is electronic. We don't want to get shocked. Raindrops are falling on the laptop. Keep falling. Okay, so I think I might have to move at this. Well, it might have stopped. That's fine. We have a military broadcast radio there. You were, you were close, Bear. Military broadcast radio. Uh, I do a sports show live every Thursday. Um, talk about sports. Pretty fun, man. Yeah, let them, uh, let them know where to find you because we yeah. support each other on this show. That's right. Where can people find that program? Where can people find that broadcast? People want to know. Inquiring minds need. Inquiring to minds know. definitely want to know where they can find that broadcast because there are sports fans on here that listen to us. Not sports me. fan. I'm not a <laughs> I mean, I am a fan of sports. I'm just not like the dedicated fan. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know the statistics. I'm not. I've never been a name person that much. I did. When, when it came to the Blackhawks, the Chicago Blackhawks, like when they, I liked them before they won the Stanley Cup in 2012, was it? 2015, mm-hmm. something like that? Someone else. Um, and then I watched them win it, actually. I got, I got in a lot of trouble because I was hanging out with my father-in-law getting wasted in, in his best friend's basement instead of watching it with my my wife and um she got really mad at me about that but we watched yeah we watched that game for them to win and you know that's when i got into the names that's when you really know the names like crawford you know jonathan taze and um duncan keith and you know all of those guys hey wait you just said keith (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Duncan Keith. <laughs> He's gotten a, there's okay, so we like to play this like rearrange the song game, right? So one of the things that we do in Chicago is Duncan Keith. We put that to Dirty Deeds, right? So it's Duncan I love it. Keith and he's got no teeth. Duncan <laughs> Keith and he's got no teeth. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's play this message here. You can find the program. You can download the app on Apple or Android. All you got to do is search for Military Broadcast Radio. You can go to the website, mbradio.us, and you can listen to it live or on Thursdays at 1.30 Mountain Time, which is, what, 2.30 Central. Uh, You can tune into Facebook, either on the Swisher Show Facebook page or Military Broadcast Radio uh, Facebook page or Twitch, and you can watch our live streams. And if you want to get caught up on past episodes, you can catch the podcasts on Instagram, or not Instagram, sorry, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. And it's under the Swisher Show, S W I S S H E R Show. Uh, I would love some feedback. Let me know what you guys think. And if you're into sports, it's a good time. We make a lot of fun bets, hot topics, all that good stuff.
Yeah, I've watched your Facebook live streams a couple times. You do, you're doing a good stuff, man. Good job. Brought to you by Swisher Sweets. There you go. Brought to you by. <laughs> you got a built-in sponsor right there, Swisher. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Swisher Sweets. Rolling blunts near you. Rolling blunts. <laughs> Since 1999, <laughs> at a corner liquor store near yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's, look, uh, are you resituated? I'm good. Yeah, don't look for a don't look for a salad in the food de- in the urban food desert, but you can find Swisher Sweets at a corner liquor store near you. Mm. <laughs> Hoorah! Oh, we got some uh, good ones here, buddy. We got some good ones sweets. this week. The sweets with a swish. Oh, my God. Oh, we have one more comment from Swiss. And then, yeah, let's get into the topics that we've got for the week. Um, I let's might cut this do. show a little short at Not uh, a problem. Like in, in an hour just so I have to because I have to go pick up my car. But yeah. that's about that's about it. So, yeah, it, we'll 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 do another hour. And we'll bring up some topics, and we'll take some callers, and we'll have a good time, like we do every Friday. Hey, hey, hey. So what we got? Yeah. So, pulling up the last story here, just, uh, excuse me, there. All right, let's take this, uh, we'll we'll hear this last message from Swiss while you do that. Perfect. Exactly. I think I should reach out to, to Swisher Sweets and try to get a sponsor, so... That's so. That's the one thing I really struggle with, man. I don't know how to reach out to people to try to get syndicated or get uh, get sponsorships. That's one one area I'm lacking at. I'm good at talking and I'm I can be persuasive, but I don't know how to approach a company and be like, "Hey, I have a pretty badass show. Give me money and I'll talk about you." <laughs> Publicist, marketing department. Um, I would talk to honestly, Swiss. You want to talk to Hannah? Uh, from the Lombard campus, Hannah Hannah B on air. Um, she's about really it. Got named. She's really good about connecting and finding the right person to connect with. So she might help lead you to some of those uh, so the, some of those areas that you're lacking in. Yeah. Hey hey, beautiful piece of advice. Now listen to that, people. He does not stop, right? You, you learn from this guy. You are bear alumni. Yeah, yeah. It, well, I have I have a, a Facebook group called like my classroom, basically, and awesome. so I have I have all of my students that like that want to friend me on Facebook. I add them to this and this group, and it, it is it's just like it's my ever going school that like the. Their student, it's where graduates can ask me questions that they run into, which they do all the time. Oh, um, yeah. But it's also where they can share their, like, actually, I picked up a job from one of my students. I'm going to do, uh, so I'm going to cool. do, yeah, he needed a dude to cover, to live stream a soccer game tomorrow. So, and he's like, all you need is your phone. That's what we've been doing. And I'm like, oh, I've got a phone and I can live stream. So, and yeah, I'm gonna go make like a little extra cash just because one of my students, like I created this group, he needed help. He used this group to get help, and uh, that ended up ended up helping me. I love it. I love it. Community, baby. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it's so about. First that's story, what Facebook uh, should have been about. It's just absolutely. Uh, well, well, but it started as a you know, hey, she's hot. You know, so the whole right, origin of it, hell yeah, yeah. The, the, the whole origin of it was lame, right? I mean, like MySpace was such a better concept, right? I think. Sure. You know, here's my poetry. Here's my music. Here's my photographs. Is, and exactly, Facebook's this just is like MySpace. Yeah, exactly. and Facebook's just like here's my face. <laughs> here's my lunch. You know, great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, let me uh, let me go ahead and bust into our first story. I'll go ahead and give a little overview of what we're talking about. So the first one I got today is Biden advisor Steve Rochetti's son lands a job at the Treasury Department a year out of college. Right. So kind of wild because, you know, Biden and his administration was harping on Trump for uh, nepotism and hiring his family into, you know, positions with uh you know uh, governmental secrets security clearances etc so sure. now it turns out same that as was, it ever was yeah, jared kushner right and that was a huge thing is to like he even though he's married into the family he had all these like accesses to government yes. secrets right yeah man um and then we got another fascinating one that was by cnbc then we got another one here mother jones magazine Michigan Republicans confirm the obvious. Trump Trump lost fair and square. Oh snap! Um, reality is going to hurt some people, but um, you know. Hey, you know what? But the thing is, is what it like, is. Okay, I don't mind questioning something, especially when you're taking that many people and you have that many votes, and that there there can be an influence, right? We know that there can absolutely. Be um. So I don't mind questioning something. I don't mind verifying something. But when you question and you verify time and time again, like three times over, and you still say that it's wrong, that's where I mind. I can t- I, I completely agree with you. <laughs> the only reason you know that something's wrong is because you fucked with it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, Not okay, be right? something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to take a second just to say thank you to the people that are listening, but also thank you to the people that are liking me um, and following me. I chill ring, chili ring, chili ring. You are now my one thousand nine hundred and ninety eighth follower. I am two away from two thousand followers, so that's why I wanted to take a second and thank the people that are getting me close to that. Wow, that's so cool. So cool yeah, there. It's a yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I just recently passed 1150 and I'm super excited about that. So thank you yeah, as well, everybody. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. Just recently posted my 122nd podcast. I'm like, wow. So, um, wow. Huge. Yeah. That's and huge. Three of the last five were you. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, I know. Huge. Well, yeah, we're gonna Absolutely genuine. Absolutely huge. Oh, my God. It's enormous. <laughs> it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. If I knew how greatest to make mushroom, <laughs> greatest mushroom ever. Yeah. Um, we got another one here. Um, yeah. Let's see. This is from the New York Times. Biden aims to bolster police departments as homicides increase. So um, the uh, Biden is boosting the law enforcement budget. And one statistic I saw said that we are our police budget in the u.s is going to exceed the entire military budget of russia so that's a trip 
Um, and it makes me wonder, like, what are the numbers on crime? Because I've, I've always heard that since the 70s, crime's been going down steadily. Down, exactly. Yeah, so, I saw the similar article that he's going to crack down on, like, guns or, or, like, he was holding a gun or something. I don't know. I forget. I, it was, I passed by it, and I was just like, oh, God, Biden, why are we getting involved in this shit? Right, but, right. However, I will say, personally, um, I'm from Chicago. Chicago has been absolutely terrible the past five years when it comes to gun right. violence and gangs oh, yeah. and stuff like that. I think, I think there was five murders in one weekend not long ago. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. And, like, even close to me, there's been shootings. So people are, pre- like, they are not happy. They're not feeling good. They are feeling unheard. They're mm-hmm. feeling scared. And when people feel that way, they don't know what to do. And they allow influence and they allow like negative energy to like, well, just ruin the world. (laughs) So true, man. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, and I think it is. I think it's a societal creation almost because, I mean, here we are. We've been locked, forced to be locked in our house for a year. You can't go to work. Your job's closed. You know, some people are struggling financially. And, you know, people will do sketchy things when they are forced with brutal decisions, right? Or you have the opposite so, way. You have somebody that's never, never stopped working and never stopped going in, that never yeah. got a break, that feels yeah. like they never got a break. And here everybody else is getting paid to sit and at home. And here everybody else is getting paid to sit at home. So now we have conflict, right? So yeah, oh, yeah. I can understand. I can understand the mentality. I really can. And I think that's why. You see so much about mental health right now, especially on social media. Like mental health yeah. is no joke. If you personally are struggling with something mental health wise, seek help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help, even if it's just nope. to talk about something from a friend. Right. Dave and I have done the same thing True. where I've yep. not felt good and I just need to talk to him about something or he has done the same thing to me. It doesn't have to be a professional. It's nice if it's a professional because that person can lead you down something. But yeah, but it but it can be as simple as just somebody listening sometimes. Yeah, really. It really can. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so don't hesitate to reach out. You know, if you don't have somebody close by that you can call, um, check out stereo. If you're really going through something, there are one eight hundred numbers, you know, um, but stereo can be an amazing um, outlet people. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's an amazing community, too. We talked about building a community. Right, right. And this is, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. This wonderful so, community. Well, and the other thing is, is, like, there's some personal stuff that, like, you have talked about and I have talked about. And and people have, like, go on stereo and just talk about it. Share that stuff. And, and you're just like, really? You know, I was the same way. Really? Like, I don't think people want to hear about my problems. And both times we heard, what, Dave? Like, it was basically, that's what stereo's for, is to go out and just talk about this stuff. Yeah. Somebody even went so far as to tell me, quit being selfish. You could be helping somebody right now. Like, oh, snap. How's that for a mind shift, right? <laughs> pretty wild so so do it people take it you know take advantage of every resource you have 
shit, I'm available most times. You know, hit me up on stereo. I'll I'll talk. I'll listen. There you go. There you go. All right. So that was our second article that we had, right? We were talking about. Um, so what else do we have in the lineup? We got another really interesting one, and this one's awesome, Barry. You're gonna you're gonna love this. Meet. Okay. So let me see who. Got to give our sources here. This is Democracy Now. And uh, meet the father who tricked ex NRA head into addressing 3,044 empty chairs for gun violence victims. Have you heard about this? Okay. So that headline was a little confusing. So meet. Okay. So what happened is the ex president of the NRA was duped into speaking to 3,044 empty chairs, white chairs. That's the number of people killed by gun violence at, uh, in 2018. Wow. So Bad. they tricked, they tricked this guy into showing up to speak at an event. And then they told him, Oh no, no, this, this is, this is just the rehearsal. So he thinks he's speaking the rehearsal. So it's all filmed and he's speaking to all the victims of gun violence. And he's telling them in one point, um, I've got to find this quote. So here, the parents of a student killed in the 2018 massacre at Majori Stoneman Douglas High School duped a former president of the National Rifle Association into giving a high school graduation speech defending gun rights in front of 3,044 empty white chairs. Wow. One chair for each student who could not graduate this year because they were killed by gun violence. David Keene, K-E-E-N-E, who still serves on the NRA board, thought he was giving a rehearsal speech for graduating students at the James Madison Academy in Las Vegas, but no such school exists. So they set up this total uh, facade. This is awesome. Oh, oh my God, what an amazing I love stuff life. like this. Yeah, it reminds I mean, reminds me of prank, that show. It's not. It's a total prank, but it's it reminds me of Sasha Baron Cohen and his show "Who Is America?" How he pranked yeah. people in, into revealing who they really were. Um, well, or I mean, Sasha, like yeah, when he did, um, I mean, he just had that thing with Mitch McConnell recently, right? Yeah, or mm-hmm. no, not Mitch McConnell, mm-hmm. uh, Rudy Giuliani, right? Yeah, and before that, thing with Rudy Giuliani, where he was like soliciting sex and yeah, all that other stuff for his movie, which he mm-hmm. it was filmed. Um, right. He got so, Dick yeah, Cheney to, to autograph a waterboard. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. So, vi- so video of the speech was turned into a viral video promoting universal background checks. The stunt was organized by the group. Change the Ref, which was founded by Manuel Manuel and Patricia Oliver, whose son, Joaquin, was shot in the Park, Parkland, Florida massacre. Manuel Oliver says the video has led to an outpouring of support from across the U.S. We need to do more of these more often yeah. because it shows the NRA, the gun industry, and the gun lobby, they are not as powerful as they say. That's pretty powerful, huh? How? What I want to know: Did they get a direct quote from the guy that did the speech Uh, on his opinion of what of the event? Like, yeah, of after 
like the aftermath of it, or does is he still? I, I haven't heard. No, no, he's aware, but I haven't heard his retort yet, because it's it's a viral video now. Uh, you well, of course, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's what I would be interested in. Is like, okay, well, what's this guy's response to that? Is he embarrassed by it? Is he impacted by it? Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. Because the and whole then point the last... of that is not only to to show light to the to America about it, right? To expose, um the ignorance to expose like the violence to expose that like to bring to bring awareness to it to put the light on it but mm-hmm. it's also kind of like you you kind of secretly hope like maybe this guy will kind of get it like yeah i'm sure he won't but that's my opinion i i just you know, you wait for that Ebenezer Scrooge moment where all of a sudden, you know, the wolves lift over his eyes and he's seen all three spirits and he's like, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Right. Truly. That's a great analogy there. Um, no, it's and I'm having... it is. Because, and you have, here's the one thing that I don't understand. You have all of these, um, hmm, we'll just call them uh, proclaimed Christians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll call them proclaimed right. christians because that's what they say they are and i don't mm-hmm. want to be negative about it sure because being christian is not however you have like what's the one christian song that's like the most popular in america especially in the bible belt oh god what is it i would say amazing grace Oh yeah, there you go. That's what I would say. Yeah, I mean that brings Fantastic people to song. tears. Yeah, absolutely. And Let's see a wretch like me. Okay, so you have all of these proclaimed Christians singing this song that is like like uh lifting the wool over you know off of your eyes and seeing what what you were actually doing and how you were harming and what you were doing to god's creation because make no mistake you're representing a company that sold weapons that killed god's creations yeah yeah that's the thing that i have a problem with Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I have a problem with. Yeah, I agree. What do you guys think about? It? I mean, we're we're going over these topics kind of a little uh, quickly, but we, we do want to address them. We do want to address <laughs> them, and then we do like you being a part of the conversation. Leave messages. What are your opinions about what we're talking about? Uh, and if you have a difference of opinion, perfectly fine. Please, we that's the whole point of this show. Everybody has an opinion. But we need to recognize that it is just that, an opinion, and sometimes we need to agree to disagree walk away and be okay with that. And that's what this show's that's about. It. That's it. Agree to disagree and moving on down the road. What's the other part of this yep. uh, show? What What is the other part about the show, Dave? Well, you know, you, uh, you know, there's, uh, you never heard of, uh, you never heard of the uh, morning morning wrap-up the morning drive the weekly wrap-up the week in review whatever we call it you've never heard of it it doesn't exist and it doesn't uh, exist yeah does not exist i don't know 
Yeah, exactly. But also the other thing is, is like we, you know, we like to bring these articles up because we want to talk about them. We want to start a dialogue with them and we want you to get thinking about stuff like this. Yeah. I don't care what you think. That's right. We don't care what you think. We just want you to think, right? Get those wheels turning. Get a little wheel, get a little oil on there. Grease just it up. a little oil. Yeah. Oil can. Get some oil on there. Gotta get the oil can. Tin Man is, he's rusted. He's squeaking up. Squeaking he's squeaking up, up here. All right. So Absolutely. Let's keep going, Dave. So we got a good one. You know, but back to the um, the corruption, you know, um, Biden advisor Steve Reschetti's son lands job in Treasury Department. This is CNBC, written by Brian Schwartz. Thank you, Brian Schwartz. Um, so the Treasury Department said that J.J. Reschetti, the son of White House counselor and longtime Biden confidant, Steve Reschetti, would be a special assistant to the Office of Legislative Affairs. The announcement gave no details on what the role would entail nor did it refer to whom J.J. Reschetti, a recent college graduate, is related. <laughs> so they didn't talk about who his daddy is. Mm. Biden White House official, who declined to be named in order to speak on the matter, said that the administration hired Reschetti's son since he volunteered on the campaign. Ooh, little payback. So then it says here, the son of one of Joe, uh, President Joe Biden's most important White House advisors just landed a job in the Treasury Department. Treasury Department said Monday that J.J. Reschetti's son, the son of White House counselor and longtime Biden confidant Steve Reschetti, would be a special assistant in the Office of Legislative Affairs. The announcement gave no details on what the role would entail, nor did it refer to whom J.J. Reschetti is related. It only says that he graduated from the University of Pennsylvania last year with a bachelor's degree in political science. A White House official, who declined to be named in order to speak on the matter, said the administration hired his son after he volunteered in the campaign because the post is an entire entry-level position at Treasury. The official stressed that it would not involve collaborating with senior White House officials. The Friars Senior Society of the University of Pennsylvania lists J.J. Reschetti under the class of 2020. In an interview with the Friars website, J.J. Reschetti touts a quote from his mother, Amy, as one of his favorite quotes. Amy Reschetti is Steve Reschetti's wife. And Steve Reschetti is a key advisor in the Biden on his $2 trillion infrastructure reform proposal remains a point of contact for members of Congress. There are pictures of Steve Reschetti's Facebook page showing the younger Reschetti and family photos. And um, yeah, and so there, I watched a video about this um, yesterday and there's a ton. There's like, I, they, I think they went through 10 people in the Biden uh, administration who are hiring their family. And, you know, and uh, Biden's saying that he's not playing the nep the Trump nepotism game because he didn't hire any uh, any of his family members. And this report was done by RT America, the news station, and they mm -hmm. ended it with. And Biden says he hasn't appointed any of his family members. Well, because dot, 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 Hunter. And then they showed a clip of Hunter Biden. Yeah, when I was doing crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Which we talked about last week. Yeah. 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 Which I don't he give bragged a crap. It. Yeah, I don't give a crap, but it, you know, but that's out there and it's a recorded interview, so you can't yeah. run away from it. It's there forever. And he it's bragged online. 
Yeah. yeah, so what? But but he's not going to be in politics now. He bragged online about doing crack with the ex-mayor of D.C., uh, Mayor Bradley. <laughs> Why not, though? Why not? Why not? I mean, hey, George 90. Bush did weed. Yeah. He just did an inhale, yeah. air quotes. Uh, yeah. Come on, Boomer. Crack's just the weed of the 90s. <laughs> All right. The thing is, no, I'm just, I'm saying is like, it's what we talked about last time is like, I don't, I don't expect everybody to live a completely squeaky clean life. That's not what this life right. is about. Yeah. So exactly. why do we have to have actually, you know what? Let's put somebody who's, who's been completely fucked up. Who's been like down in the dumps. Who's allowed heroin to fucking ruin their life and has come back from that. That's somebody that I would elect to be a president. Right. Because they've yeah. been as low as you can fucking go. And they know exactly what this world needs. Yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, you know, somebody that's shown that they could rise up over adversity or whatever, right? Exactly. Yes, exactly. Someone who has decided to choose their life and not let, you know, um, and and who's doing good for themselves, right? Like, those are the people that you would want. I would want to, to be in making the decisions because they've experienced life. Isn't that the whole point of we can't have a president who's younger than, what is it, 42? Uh, I believe so. All right, because they didn't want, they wanted somebody who was an elder because let, let's not beat around the bush. 42 was an elder probably back in 1712. Yep. Because life, true. Expect, life expectancy wasn't, you know, as, as guys, we're living to 110 now. Are you fucking kidding me? That's crazy, right? Are you and, kidding and the life me? expectancy was, you know, maybe 60s. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the, isn't that why they wanted 42 as the cutoff? Because they're like, somebody at the age of 42 has experienced enough of life that they can make decisions. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, that's pertinent, right? Because, you know, what are your life experiences at 25? You know? Oh, you're not, you're not a grown up until you're 25, in my opinion. That's my opinion. Yeah. Like today, today, I would say back then, by the time you're 25, yeah, you probably had a few kids and like, you know, doing the back 40 and have a wife and, you know, have a, a whole thing. Who knows? I didn't live back then. Well, I probably did live back then, but I don't remember living back then. Um, <laughs> well said. Well, well, well played. I like right. That. Right. Um, but no, I, it's, it's like, it kind of continues with the dialogue of the constitution of the United States is a little outdated it's like it's not to say that their hearts aren't in the right place, but they were in the right place and they were perfect rules for that specific situation that America was going through. But just like everything, everything evolves. Mm -hmm. We've evolved. Absolutely. I mean, look at you. You look at the industrial age. You look at the technology age. You look at the, you know, we've evolved. So those yep. rules, in fact, have to change with that because our life expectancy is longer. We're no longer. So true. Uh, but And there's a trade-off with that, too. There's definitely a trade-off with that. Some people don't experience all of life until after 30s. You know what yep. I mean? Like, aren't, aren't ready to, 
I'm 34. Like, I've had a lot of life, but there is just so much stuff that I still don't know that I'm still experiencing. Yeah, I could, you know. true. Same. I mean, well, I, yeah, I, I, I was a child until mid-30s. Yeah. And you are. You used to, I mean... I still, I like, I'm a, I'm a Toys R Us kid, bro. I never want to lose that childhood, but. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I think you start well, dying when you do, you know. Second start of the right straight on till morning. That's how you get to live Neverland. Although they never say where the damn star is. <laughs> well, that so, confounded star. That confounded star. But no, I, I, so it's just, it's one of those things. It's just. Why? Why do we have to put so much societal pressure on, oh, well, that guy did drugs, so he's a black mark on society. There's no way that he could, how dare, you know, people even think that he could have an opinion or a mind or help people. Right, right. Like, just because of one life choice that you're, you know, you don't have anything to offer, right? It, and but there's another thing to say about that, just like because we've talked about prison reform, right? Oh yeah. That, and, and we've talked about the fact that it's just sometimes it's just like the one bad day. That was your right. bad day, and you got caught on that shit, and you made some bad decisions, and then you're literally choosing or spending a great portion of your life paying for that one day. Right. And I didn't know this, but, you know, when the three strikes you're out kind of law passed, I didn't know that could be three felonies in one crime spree. So say you hold somebody up at gunpoint, take them to their ATM, make them give you a bunch of money. Then you take their car and drive it across a state line. That's three felonies right there. In my mind, that's like one crime. Well, that's one crime in everybody's mind. Yeah. But yes, there is like crimes being committed in that one crime yeah right, right, right. but like what i'm but like what i'm saying i'm going back to what you said that's one bad day this person yeah. made a, a, a bad decision that led to the next and the led to the next it, it was one day one day yeah you yep. know in a lifetime of this person right i'm not i'm not saying don't hold people accountable i'm not saying that at all no nope. um i'm just saying to be empathetic to the big picture right well, because we were talking, we've done a lot of articles and stories about police shootings and how mm-hmm. those things have gone wrong because of the way that authoritative figures act when they, you know, if they're in charge, they're the ones that are in charge of making decisions. And you said you had an article where there was a situation um, where the cop just talked. There was no like deadly outcome it was where empathy was used it was where understanding was used and Mm -hmm. where that came to a peaceful solution and that's a beautiful thing when that happens right and it should happen more yeah when you realize that like look dude this guy's been having a bad week or a bad year or a bad day like this is yeah this is not just he did not just some people do not just decide they're going to wake up and just rob a bank or rob a little right. grocery store or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't just decide to do that. That's something out of pressure. That's something out of fear. That's something out of, um, no, it is. It's fear. It's just straight up fear. You're either afraid you're yeah. going to lose your home. You're afraid you're going to lose your family. You're going to afraid that you're going to 
um, die because you don't have anything. It's just right. it's a, it comes from fear. Right. It's fight or flight. Right. It's that fighter. It's that cortisol fight or flight chemical. So you're fighting, but you're not really fighting. You're fighting to survive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the problem is, is like we don't look at it as black and white because humans are capable of uh, scheming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, right. you, you know what I mean? We don't. Look oh, we at definitely it like are. That. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, uh, I love listening to the birds in the background. By the way, those they're ve- they sound very beautiful. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you can see the little vista. I'm looking out at a uh, a little ravine, a tree filled ravine with lush green trees in it. I'm about five miles from the ocean. It's a nice marine layer. Awesome. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Oh, there's a little mouse eating some grass. And yeah, there's just I couldn't even count the birds if I tried. We, uh, I bought some bird feeders and I put it out back to then like they've, it took them a bit to discover it, but they've now discovered it. The, the problem is, is that the squirrels have also discovered the bird feeders and I don't oh, mind yeah. that. I don't mind feeding squirrels, you know, like everybody's got to eat. But what I do mind is when they go on my bird feeders and then they knock them down and then yep. I have to go back and put them up. That's what I yep. mind. Exactly. So I could help you design a squirrel proof one. Let's, let's do it. Some colors. We've 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 talked for a while. We've waffled on. We've talked about a lot of things going on. What are your guys? What are your thoughts? How do you feel about what we've talked about? Um, let's get you a part of the conversation. We have a, one caller right here. Uh, if you need to know the number, it's 888-867-5309, or you can just hit that message button and leave a, a nice little sixty second message. Uh, and we will listen to it and um, hear what you have to say. So let's go with evil. Okay, banning guns, all it's going to do is make it so that good people can't defend themselves, you know. And uh, let's let's pretend that somehow we get all the guns off the street, even the ones in the hands of criminals. You're just going to open the door for people to be victimized, weaker people to be victimized. You, you think, like, an elderly couple is going to be able to defend them their homes with fucking karate or something? No, they can't. <laughs> The gun is the great equalizer, and yes, it can be used for bad, but, you know, in most instances, it's used for good. We've seen many possible mass shootings and crimes stopped because a good Samaritan had a gun. I don't think the issue is the gun. The issue is the mental state of America, you know what I mean? Like, getting rid of guns is not going to solve nothing. It's just going to victimize more people. You know what? Like I didn't agree what? with everything that you said, but you brought it. You brought it to a great, like a nice little bow at the end there. Yeah, and I agreed with of most of what he said. Um, you know, there is this weird statistic though that, like, you know, most people that are shot in their house, they're shot by their own gun. Mm-hmm. So, so it, that whole myth of defending your castle, it's kind of a myth because, like, what happens is somebody's getting a midnight snack in the middle of the night. You hear them, you're paranoid, and you shoot them, and it's your family member. Um, yeah, that's so, a scenario. I mean, like complete made up scenario, unless we have complete made up scenario, but it happens all the time. Um, but, sure. but I just wanted to tell evil, I appreciate your comment. First of all, thanks for chiming in. Love to have yes. you here. M- much appreciated, bro. And that's what we're doing. We're having a conversation. I'm not trying to tell you what to think. And, you nope. know, I appreciate if you would do the same, but, um, I agree with most of what you said, bro, because if we do outlaw all guns, then guess who has guns? Only criminals. 
right? Because yep. criminals don't get their guns legally. They, they're stolen. As a matter of fact, there was a huge problem with the L.A. Police Department. Rampart. Look up the Rampart scandal. They, uh, and as a matter of fact, this is tied to the Compton Police Department and the killing of Biggie and Tupac. But there were 2,800 guns that were left in the evidence locker of the Compton police that were then found to be used as murder weapons that the police had taken out of the evidence locker and sold on the street. So, okay, so dirty cops selling confiscated guns dirty. back on the street. Selling murder weapons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... But then he, again, that comes, know, that comes down to fear. Why did they make the decision to steal those guns and sell them? Probably motivated by money, right? Money, yeah, right. Greed or fear. Comes from an insecurity. And insecurity yeah. comes from fear. Yeah, ultimately, right? Because you wouldn't be greedy if you didn't have some type of insecurity, right? So, but I mean, that's where I definitely agree with what he said there at the end. It's not the guns that we need to fix, it's the psychology. However, I do yeah. disagree with the fact that if, like, Okay, you have a point that if we take away all guns, the only people that will have them are people that we don't want don't, to. Don't obey <laughs> yeah. the law. Yeah, that don't yeah. obey the law. That wouldn't give them up. However, yeah. let's 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 look at this. If uh, I mean, maybe I live in a bubble, but I'm I, I'm not fighting off Native Americans every day. I'm not fighting off, uh, you know, the railroad every day or the cowboys every day. Like, I, I don't feel, I feel like this, I need to protect mine and my home and people are going to come after me. That, again, is a thought of fear. It's from psychology. Oh, yeah. And it's part of the manifest destiny that allowed us to take this country from other people, right? It's true. Really? Move move west. We'll give you free land, but hey, you're going to need some guns because those people really don't want to give away their land. But hey, you can have it. Just go to, yeah. just got to go take it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it all like I agree with every like with what you said. It comes down to the psychology. But I don't think that if I mean, if we were just to get rid of guns, I I just don't think people are just, "Hey, I, I'm going to go fuck with this person today." You know? Yes and no. Let's go with that. Maybe yes and no. Mm -hmm. So well, and, let, and let's kind of also look a little historically, right? Like when when did the real crackdown on, on guns happen and stuff? It was when the Black Panthers showed up at the Sacramento Capitol uh, when they knew Ronald Reagan, the governor of California, was going to show up. So Black Panthers with rifles were on the stairs of the Capitol. So, you know, Ronald Reagan saw that it put the fear of God into him and he passed legislation to a crack, crack down on um, black nationalist groups, crack down on who can have guns, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> again, it comes down to the you and I is saying that uh, America is the original OG, original gangster. It's true. It's true. Yep. It's the American government. Yep. That's it. So, um, hey, let me read a little bit about this, um, about the, uh, the Michigan vote count, huh? 
Oh, please. This, Let's go to this. Yeah. Because this is pretty think, interesting. Again, uh, thank you, Evo, for for your like contribution and adding to the, the conversation. It really did give us a lot to talk about and kind of think, gave me something to think about, too. So I appreciate yeah. your, your point of view. Absolutely. Appreciate everybody. Yeah, so this article is from Mother Jones Magazine. Um, and it's going into the results of the election vote recount in Michigan. So this is by A.J. Vincennes, or Vicens, V-I-C-E-N-S, a reporter for Mother Jones. Um, a GOP-led investigation found, quote-unquote, no evidence to doubt Biden's win. So let's get into that. And I just want to preface, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. Um, so I don't wave the flag for either one. I think there's a lot of corruption in both parties. So I just like to get to the truth, but I'm not I'm not waving a flag for Biden here. Um, so let's see. Following a months-long investigation into a litany of dubious election fraud claims made by former President Donald Trump and his allies, a GOP-controlled Michigan state panel concluded Wednesday not only that the state's 2020 results are accurate, but that some of those who continue to push such claims should face criminal investigation. Oh, snap. Um, A 35-page report released Wednesday by the Michigan Senate Oversight Committee found no evidence of widespread or systematic fraud and says that anyone um, continuing to claim there, there is has zero credibility. While that conclusion is obvious and reality-based, it is notable coming from a report crafted by three Republican officials. So it's, um, that's, that's what makes it most notable to me, is that it's coming from Republicans, not from Democrats. Um, yeah. false, claims, false claims about malfeasance in Michigan from Trump and his attorneys, particularly Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, have been central to the idea that Trump somehow would have won or did win the election, if not for widespread fraud there and in other swing states like Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona. When such claims have been included in the lawsuit brought by Trump and his supporters around the country, judges have dismissed or explained them as exaggerations, distortions, or misunderstandings. Nonetheless, uh, they were animated. They were an animating factor of the deadly January 6th storming of the U.S. Capitol by Trump supporters who were told the results were fraudulent and have yeah, served we, as the we, basis can we repeat that for again hundreds. Real quick? Can we repeat that again? <laughs> Which part? The deadly. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because um, I think people, I, te- I think people tend to forget about that, or they uh, they tend to lose that. Was that like look? This wasn't just a bunch of like people decided to um, overthrow the police, like by tying them up and throwing them down and like just continuing to walk inside. No, these were violent acts that ended up killing people. Yeah, yeah, I think five or six people died that day. Um, and yeah, and it gets really deep, right? Like there was uh, an ex military colonel that was found to be there a bunch of bunch of uh current current police officers are being arrested for being taking part in it ex-military there's also a report that the justice department told the national guard to stand down that day 
And I've also heard a report from, uh, and we'll get into this next week because I need to investigate it further, but there are oh, yeah. rumors that the FBI was involved in the January 6th insurrection, and I don't see how it could have gone off that successfully if they weren't. If they weren't. Yeah. Okay, so we need we need more looking into that before we really report on it on the weekly wrap-up. Yeah, that's just my hypothesis at this point, but we'll come back. Yeah, we'll definitely come back to that. Yeah, so yeah. continuing on the continuing article on. here. Yep. Yeah, um, Republican this legislators have introduced... Friends, What's this that, buddy? This is why we get along. Because I said this is why we're best friends. This is why we get along, because we both said continuing on. That's it. We We finish each other's sentences. (laughs) Yeah, so um, Republican legislators have introduced 39 election-related bills this season, including some advanced strict voter ID requirements, which, you know, why make it harder for people to vote? Um, But anyway, that's just neither here nor there. Senator Edward McBroom, the Republican chair of the Oversight Committee, wrote in the report that when he agreed to investigate the election, rumors and uncertainty were rampant, including dead voters, mystery ballot dumps, foreign interference, and ballot harvesting. After months of investigation, he found nothing to them and delivers a clear takeaway. The results of the Michigan election are accurately represented by the certified and audited results, adding that further investigation of the most high-profile case would be a complete waste of time, quote-unquote, a complete waste of time. Before the report's release, Senator Jeff Irwin, the lone Democrat on the committee, warned that the very existence of the inquiry aided Trump's efforts to overturn the results. On Wednesday, He told Mother Jones its hearings had elevated claims that did not contain even a basic shred of credibility in the first place, giving platform to people who were later called out in the report as fraudulent. Even so, in the end, Irwin says the fact his Republican colleagues collected simply wouldn't support any other conclusion. Having sat on the committee... This many months, having taken in the testimony, it was fairly obvious that the committee was going to come out with some sort of rebuke of the big lie, because it was just so obviously untrue, he said. I don't think there's any reasonable person could look at the information that we looked at and not come to that conclusion. That's pretty (laughs) pretty damn definitive, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. They didn't go to that conclusion. Yeah, you know, but no, I, I, I hear you. Uh, I was yeah. And then it goes into detail. The committee specifically debunked some of the Trump crowd's most eye-grabbing and widely cited conspiracies, including that deceased or out-of-state voters took part in the election, that unsolicited okay. absentee ballots were mailed out, or that the okay. confusion and chaos at the ballot counting hall in Detroit's TCF center resulted in any fraud. Yep. Most notably, the committee addressed the claims that votes were switched from Trump to Biden in Antrim County, a small county in the north of the state. For many Trump voters, has become the epicenter of Michigan's, if not the nation's, 2020 conspiracies. Well, so okay. it's it's, Listen, it's all done. We, we know we know. Yeah, exactly. It's all. Done. But we know that counting. I mean, again, when you have all of those ballots that people have to count through. There is room for human error. So, yeah, when they recounted stuff, of course, 
there was going to be like a little bit of a shift. You know what I mean? Every news outlet was telling you that. There mm-hmm. is going to be a little bit of a shift, but it's not going to be that big of a shift. I remember watching uh, John, what's his name, on the CNN or, um, oh, what is his name? White hair. Very, he's like covered every election for forever. <laughs> um, oh, what is his name? Not Anderson Cooper. No, not Amber, not Anderson Cooper. It was John King, I think. The John hmm. King, John, something like that. Anyway, but like I was, you know, I would watch CNN while I was watching. I would flip to um, all these other different news outlets. And they're all saying pretty much the same thing. Look. There's going to be a recount. There is going to be a shift in some of the numbers, but it's not going to be a big of a shift to switch the entire election over to Donald Trump. Yep. And that's what uh, came to light. So and that's what came to light. Exactly. So there we I have mean, it. Yeah. I, honestly, I would tr- like, and that's trustworthy. You're going to tell me that you're going to like somebody who's a professional. Okay, let's let's take this. Your, your toilet's broken. Mm-hmm. You have a plumber come and give an estimate. Right? Oh, here's yep. what's wrong. Here's what's wrong. Here's how much it's going to be. You know? But you're like, well, I don't want to pay that amount. I don't like that. I don't like that result. So then you go to your brother-in-law. And you're like, hey, can you fix this toilet for me? Here's what the dude said may be wrong with it. Like, oh, yeah, don't pay somebody, some chump that. Yeah. No, who are you going to trust? Are you going to trust your brother-in-law who maybe could watch a YouTube video? Or are you going to trust the the plumber who's trained in that discipline? That's his craft. That's his job. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? (laughs) Uh... Think about it. Just a little little comic sideline there. You know, uh, Lacey on stereo? Yes. So I sent her a message saying, hey, live right now. And she responded back, nuh-uh. Like, meaning she's not. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's funny. No, you should tell Lacey Bear and you are doing a show. Yeah. Yeah, so I responded, show. I am dot, 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 LOL with Big Bear Radio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> now yeah, she that's might funny. chime in. Now she might. <laughs> Oh, that was funny, though, right? That was rich. Oh, yeah. I remember I had something similar where somebody was like, um, they had said something in the similar sense, like, oh, are you going to go do this? But really, they said that they were going to go do it. And I was like, no, I'm not even I'm not even in the area. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Just sometimes we're so wrapped up in our own bullshit that uh, we don't technically read what's there. Right. Uh, Exactly. That's funny. That's funny. So what uh, what kind of work are you getting done on your car? Oh, I had. Uh, I mean, it's it's over forty five thousand, so it's it's like trans flush, coolant flush, oil uh, oil change, um, in cabin air filter. You know, just a lot of like the stupid maintenance stuff that costs a lot of money, but it's gonna set me for the next few years. Yep, all super super routine maintenance at said mileage level. Yeah, correct. But then you know, they cool. called me back and they're like, he called me back this morning. That's what I woke up to. I woke up to him calling me, saying, "Hey, um, just let so you know, the mechanic said that like you need new brakes, new rotor, like maybe a new rotor." Um, 
and then you braked at forty thousand miles. That's yeah. See, that's why I was like, I don't have money for that. <laughs> but at forty-five thousand miles, yeah, you shouldn't. No. You shouldn't need brakes at forty-five thousand miles. That's crazy. No, you shouldn't need them until like fifty to sixty. Maybe a hundred. Yeah, depending how how hard you drive and how much inner city driving you do. But I mean, tires should wear out before brakes do, and tires go at least fifty thousand miles. Well, and he said there was some dry rot, and that I needed some tires, which I. I'll look at it myself because I am mechanically trained. So I'll go. look at it to see first before I add. Yeah. That, and that's what happens. You have to be careful. These guys are, tra- they're trained to upsell. That's the whole oh, totally. point of their job is, is yeah. trained to get more money out of you. So mm-hmm. yes, there, there may be like an underlying, like, Hey, this is not good for your safety but for the most part again they play on fear to get you to give up more money that's it that's it i used to live in lake tahoe in the tahoe area and uh and i you know i ran over something so i needed a a tire plugged it just you know 40 bucks i needed them to put a little rubber plug in the hole of my tire right Mm -hmm. So so i bring it in and of course most places it's 20 but in lake tahoe that's 40 bucks right so 40 bucks Mm -hmm. no problem Mountain prices, ballpark prices. It's an isolated community. Oh yeah, yada yada. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but I go pick up my car. They're like, "Oh man, you need you need rotors. You need uh, wheel bearings. You need brakes, dude." This was 2013. I still haven't done the wheel bearings. I still haven't done the brakes, and my truck is fine. Yeah. This is eight yeah, years exactly. later. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I knew that I needed the routine maintenance because that's what Chevy requires as a manufacturer, which they're yeah. required to put that in there. Yeah. Know, because that's government right. regulation. Good enough for government. So they can't so they can't sell you another <laughs> truck in 50,000 miles or whatever, right? Yeah, <laughs> Take exactly. care of this one. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, I got that stuff done. It was a hefty chunk, but it's just it's one of those things that, like, man, I need to get it done. I just needed to get yeah, it done. Yeah. By the way. Dave, I just want to tell you this as a friend and a co-host. And a co-host you're going to hate editing this show. <laughs> How's that? Uh, because you keep moving your phone and it's it's audible. So you're, that's oh. going to that's gonna annoy the shit out of you. That just tell oh. me the, did it right there. I Whatever just moved that it. Was. Yeah. That was me moving my phone. Wow, that's wild that that's audible. What the hell? It oh, must well. be, yeah, I don't know what it is, but something's definitely touching the mic, or, like, I can hear the, the yeah, I can definitely hear something around the mic, so, but, um, well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap up the show here, is that okay? I know that we, Let's it do was it. kind of a, a super short show this week, but I'm sorry I think we covered that. a lot of ground. We really did, and, um, you know, we'll. If anybody's here, we've got one comment uh, from Ashley. We'll listen to that and, and see where things go from there. But other than that, yeah, we're kind of winding things down. If you had, don't let I, – I will stick around for another 22 minutes. That's, that's what I'm – so if you want to leave another message, we have time for Ashley and maybe one more message. That's right. Hey, colonizers. Just yeah. saying colonizers. All you white people, colonizers. Destroyed and came, destroyed our natives. Cause you want to claim you found us first, and 
It was stolen. Our country was stolen because of you. Colonizers. Immigrants. Dirty, filthy. Colonizers. Only one in half. Centric Indian. I ain't gonna tell you what that means. I'll let you find that out on your own. Well, that's funny. So, uh, Furta 2020 is what she, Ashley is her name. Sky Lopez at yahoo.com is what it says. Um, Unfortunately, the audio quality was so horrible, your entire comment will be deleted and nobody will hear it. But thank you for calling us colonizers, because Bear is part Native American. I am the last thing from a colonizer, um, and we both have a lot of love in our heart for a lot of people. So, you know, I agree with the sentiments of what you're saying, but you can't point a finger at one person and say, you colonizer. Colonization? Imperialization? directly at us. I I honestly do. I hope she wasn't... the way I, I felt that. It, oh, well, I'm sorry. That you colonizers. Person. Yeah. Okay. Take that same message, though, and turn it into a poem. Mm-hmm. Right? Turn it into a speech at a gathering. Right. Exactly. Turn it, turn it into... Turn it, I forget what her name is, and I feel bad about that because it was a beautiful speech, but turn it into that speech that the young black woman made at the right. inauguration. Yeah. Yeah. I just think as soon as you start. Yeah. I just say, I just think as soon as you start saying you, you're pointing. And whenever you're pointing, you have three fingers pointing back at yourself. So to have that message be really absorbed, it can't be a you like colonizers, period. Not you colonizers, but colonizers. Imperialists. You know, Um, empire is bad. Imperialism is bad. Um, And it hasn't. It hasn't ended to this day. It still continues. You know, we still have Puerto Rico, Guam, the Virgin Islands. Yeah. You know, we're, oh, yeah. we're still trying. We still, you know, Afghanistan, if you want to talk about it. Hawaii, you know, those we're are still, all oh, yeah. conquered imperial nations, you know, uh, strongholds. So I totally agree with, with her sentiment. Um, I agree yeah, with what she absolutely. said. Yeah. And it sounded yeah. like she actually spoke Cherokee, which is the yeah. first time I've ever heard it spoken. So that's that really would be cool, cool if you know it. Very cool. um, yeah, I followed you actually. <laughs> I followed her. And nice. She's not here, which sucks. Uh, she bounced. I wish that she was. I wish she was a part of the conversation. You know what I mean? I wish yeah. that if you're gonna leave a message, and I know that it's, she probably had something else going on. It's not like she had, was busy, but um, yeah. I just wish she was here, part of the conversation, to hear that. But like, thanks for adding, giving me something to think about. You know, like totally. Adding... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's Much do it. Appreciated. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. So Dave, you sent me a message on Instagram saying you were live, and so I looked all over Instagram, couldn't find it, went to your profile, didn't see it. So I was like, No, you're not. Uh, nah. <laughs> and then you're like, No, I yes, I am with with Big Bear Radio. <clears throat> so I went to Big Bear's Instagram. I'm like. They're not live. He's not live either. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, he meant on stereo, not on Instagram. So I missed your whole show. I'm so sorry. I hope you guys um, had a good one. Um, If you're bored or interested, I'm actually going to be going live with Ava here in the next few minutes. 
as soon as she gets home because I mailed her a 25-pound box full of goodies from America and oh homemade by me and some personal items, too. And she's going to be lots of snacks and foods that she can't get in the U.K. So she's going to be opening it up live on Instagram and trying some of the snacks and stuff. I think it'll be a funny, interesting live. So we're going to be going live on our Instagram accounts. Hope to see you guys there. Love it. I love it. A live unboxing. That's so funny because, like, isn't that funny on how there are two sides to the story and then there's yeah. the truth? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you thought that she meant that she thought, like, that she was lying, or, you know what I mean? Right. You thought that she meant that you meant, yeah, that she was lying. That I was asking her if she was live, yeah. Yeah, yep. exactly. And then, <laughs> but from her perspective, she thought that you were live on Instagram and went and looked for you everywhere except for here. So yeah, it's, it's so, so funny, funny that, like, just miscommunication. Yeah, and that's a clear indication I should be more specific. There you go. Hey, I'm live on this app. <laughs> well, Dave, thank you so much for the talk this week. Uh, I really yeah, enjoyed thank it. you. And it's been fantastic. Thank you guys for listening uh guys gals and non-binary pals thanks for listening and being a part of the show for the couple people that did uh, leave some comments that for the people that didn't leave any comments that's fine thanks for keeping us in your ear and uh you know hopefully we've given you some things to think about next time if you want to listen to us and you feel urged to get a part, part of the, to be a part of the conversation like jump in that's what we encourage that's right yeah Love, love participation, but hey, there's no pressure. You know, I appreciate everybody for chiming in and listening in and doing what you do. Yeah, and hopefully we started off your Friday or your weekend, kicked it off with a little, a little fun. You know, we like to, we like to be comedic. We like to keep it lighthearted and and leave off on a positive note. Uh, Any positive notes? Well, it's a beautiful Friday. The sun is about to come out in about a half hour, and I'm going to go to the beach. Wow. That's quite a positive note. I get my car back, uh, so I'm excited for that. And I'm going to hang out with some friends tonight where uh, we probably play some video games. And then tomorrow I'm going to film a soccer game and and make a little money. So um, those are positive things. Absolutely. Super rad. Congratulations on the gig. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it'll lead to some some more gigs. Hopefully it won't be too... It doesn't seem like it's going to be too strenuous other than holding a camera the entire time. Right. But yeah, (laughs) that's about it. So have a great week. Have a great weekend. And uh, we'll catch you next on This Week in Review next Friday. We do every Friday, uh, typically 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. 8, or I'm sorry, not p.m., 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10 or 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if that's not your time zone, I've given you two, so do the math. There you go. Yeah, much love, everybody. Have a great weekend, Bear. All right, you too. Have a good one, man. Take care. All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.